If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Blake gets voted most likely to get shivved. Cole Hain turns Takashi 6ix9ine, and Crystal makes it crystal clear she's a Carrington after all. Best case scenario, you get a slap on the wrist and probation, but if the judge wants to make an example of a spoiled rich kid who's always gotten away with everything, oh, Fallon. We are talking CW's Dynasty Season 3, Episode 2, Caution Never Won a War. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, Fallon is right. Caution never won a war. The war has just begun. We are talking all things CW's Dynasty, Season 3, Episode 2, Caution Never Won a War. Now, I don't know how many of you guys have fought that good battle, but I'm fighting it each and every week right here as I talk all things CW's Dynasty. Who am I? I am Tehran. And if you don't know who I am, you don't know Dynasty. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, And of course, all of you at home are as much, if not more so, a part of this panel as us here in the booth. And in the booth today, we have Bree. Hey, Bree. Hey, guys. That's right. She's a Dynasty fan from afar. So she'll be chiming in whenever uh, that female point of view is needed. I try to do both. I'm gender neutral, okay? I just want to let you know I, I'm gender neutral. And when it comes to Dynasty, it's one of those shows where it is appealing to everyone. I am tired of people thinking that this is a quote-unquote female show. When I say, oh, I'm a Dynasty fan, people always have something to say. I'm like, no, if you watch Dynasty, you will understand it does not matter who you are, where you're from, or or your gender or any of those things. Dynasty is amazing. If you like drama, but in a good way, this is all it is, especially with Fallon's life. Fallon's life seems to be falling apart right now with everything going on with Liam and this new upcoming court case. We're going to talk about all that stuff and more. I'm going to break down this week's episode CW's Dynasty Season 3, Episode 2, Caution Never Won a War. And this is what we're going to talk about. That Fallon court case needs to get discussed. Even though she seems not that worried about it, let's talk about how and why and why she's not as worried as she should be. Uh, The hotel, Sam's Hotel, is an official Bernard McCarty. 
Uh-oh, that sounds like trouble. Let's find out who Bernard really is. Dominique Devereaux is a big no. She is putting on and doing the most. We're going to discuss how her interviews could be deadly to the Carringtons. Crystal is no Carrington, or they keep telling her. But guess what? Looks like she is. Fallon reminds Liam, or is at least trying to. Of course, we know mother knows best since Liam's mother is back in the picture, and there's no love lost between those two, Fallon and Liam's mother, Laura Van Kirk. So we're going to talk about that battle. Cohane and Blake. Blake is actually in jail. Colhane is in jail. And of all the jails in all the world, they're in a cell together. Colhane and Kirby, that relationship is up and down. I'm talking about, I don't know if I'm tall enough for this ride. That roller coaster is just up and down and up and down. Uh, Kirby isn't a little girl anymore, even though she sometimes still acts like one. Our special segment, Dynasty Runway, where we make Dynasty our fashion runway each and every day and pick the best outfit of the episode. News and gossip, you're going to want to stay tuned for this tidbit and juicy love story, predictions, and more. My overall thoughts on this week's episode was that, of course, in good Dynasty fashion, it is fast-paced, it is driven, it is drama, it is fun. I enjoyed every second of the show. That drama between Colhane and, and Blake, I saw, I personally, I saw it coming once I saw how Colhane was, was getting under Blake's skin and it seemed like he did it on purpose with intent. So I felt that that story plot unfolded. It was apparent, but honestly, it still played out very well, and I don't think it's over. You may have won the battle, but the war has just begun. And so Fallon's court case, I do wish they added a little more drama and tension to that. Fallon should have been a little more worried about the court case and a little less worried about Liam. I understand that her... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Life is falling apart because her fiancé doesn't even know who she is anymore because he has amnesia. Ah. But at the same time, you have this looming court case in which you basically admitted to the court that you were a part of a death that took place in your home and covered it up with a lie upon lie. And so I felt like that was a bit of that 1% privilege that we're talking about and we see often in the show. But then again, Fallon landed on her feet as she always does. And of course, I enjoyed that crystal. Now, getting this new crystal, and I think I speak for most of us when I say we like the new crystal. The new crystal is doing a great job. Uh, she is, she is honestly, she is phenomenal. Daniela Alonso is dynamic. 
She has layers. She's strong. This is there's a new there's a new depth to her character. And as much as we enjoyed and loved Anna Brenda Contreras, it's always good to see when you get a switch that someone fills their role. We saw a similar situation with Fresh Prince where we got one mother and then the other Aunt Viv, Aunt Viv 1 and Aunt Viv 2, and they were different but the same. And it felt very natural. I feel that Crystal is playing a similar role. Sure, they went after the archetype trope of the Latina fiery woman. However, Daniela brings a different type of spice and fire to this character. And that spice is her ability to want to run-ish. And that's what I really like about her. And we see that third storyline of Kirby... Anders and Sam with the hotel Kirby not having a place and as much as that could have fallen to the wayside no they're making it a very strong subplot within everything else that's going on and it has its own storyline and there's also some new found depth and maturity to Sam's character which I'm really finding he's coming into his own he's no longer the playful childish immature Sam And though he does have his moments, like when he sits down at the table and says, I'll choose softly, there's a quiet strength to him and a humility in actually creating something of his own that we haven't seen before in the previous two seasons. So I'm really enjoying how that's all coming along. Let's get to that Fallon's court case. Fallon's court case, of course, she has to go before the judge and she doesn't seem worried at all. I don't know how I feel about that. I wanted the court case, she, especially when her lawyer presents to her, best case scenario, you get a slap on the wrist and probation, but if the judge wants to make an example of a spoiled rich kid, which she is, who's always gotten away with everything, which she does, no offense, as they placed that on the show, and she says, I don't know if there's any other way to take a, not take offense to that. It's like, but this describes you, Fallon. Let's be honest, calling a spade a spade, that's... Something you should worry about. But if worst case scenario, you'll get five years. I don't know why Fallon was so confident that she would not get the five years. She didn't use the connections. She wasn't manipulating the situation. In fact, she was so concentrated on on Liam and Liam and, and her 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 tension with Liam and uh, Liam's mother, Laura, that she wasn't worried about this case at all. I wish the stakes were higher. I wish they had said you will get 10 years in prison Fallon, you need to take this seriously. If they had just added a lot more to that. Because the way it played out was still strong. However, the stakes weren't as high. It didn't make me care about the court case. I found myself being nonchalant about that. And I thought they did it as a a literary device in which they would basically... Fallon would go into court thinking that everything would be fine. And then, of course the judge would throw the book at her and she finds herself with her father in jail and her ex-fiance, Colhane, they're all in, in a prison system and having to figure it out and get the bail hearings and, and get out and appeal and all these things. But I didn't play that way. She was only sentenced to 100 hours of community service, which, by the way, is a lot of time. 100 hours is basically a little over four days four whole days of community service which i mean by four whole days i mean literally 24 hour days so if you did community service for 24 hours a day you're looking at 96 hours for four days and then four more hours right well 
at the average, let's say, with Fallon's work ethic, she's going to do a, a, an hour a day, depending on how much time she has to do so. It might not be as easy as it sounds or looks. Plus, she has this newfound restraining order that came courtesy of Laura Van Kirk, Liam's mom. Now, that's going to place a lot of restraint, no pun intended, but kind of intended, on what she's able to do, especially since she seems so dedicated to getting close, up close and personal with Liam. What is she going to have to do? She has to stay 50 feet away. So she has this court case that's looming over her head. She gets off extremely lightly. Even the lawyer says, whew, that was great. But there's punishment still attached. And that punishment might come from the form of Laura Van Kirk and the restraining order. So much is yet to be seen about Fallon's court case. Coming off of the whole Carrington debacle, basically every single person in their family is dealing with some type of judicial situation. Kirby stole the business. Of course, Blake is in jail. Uh, Cole Hain is in jail. Sam uncovered some some treasure. I thought something else would come out of that. So anything can happen when it comes to this. Sam's hotel is an official Bernard McCarty. Who is Bernard McCarty? That's a great question. We would like to know. Turns out he's this person who helped put the city of Atlanta on the map. He was a prolific city planner and something ruggedly dashing about him at least that's what our atlanta historical alliance representative says when we find this room that has these bernard mccarty treasures so as we're about to honor him because uh, having a bernard mccarty it seems to be something special it's like having he's the andy warhol of hotels is the way I'm gathering it. There's There was this air of greatness about him. Especially since he merits having this historical sight bestowed upon him. We find out that he was a horrible, horrible grandfather because he was such a homophobe. And his great-granddaughter, his great-granddaughter is, is a member of the LGBTQ community and refuses to be a part of this honoring system. Given who Sam is and how he even states, every day is pride for me. Every day is pride for me. And the granddaughter follows Sam on Instagram. Remember, Sam became Instagram famous and he is a leader in the LGBTQ community in Atlanta. It would be a horrible thing for him to honor such a prolific city planner and an even more prolific homophobe it would just not be a good look especially since he had all these plans and this is what i mean about the new mature sam the new mature sam saw an opportunity when it came to business and instead of buying his way out of it he's planning let's have a media expose let's have this big media event let's bring the president of the atlanta historical alliance let's do all this stuff to honor bernard mccarty let's open a lounge and call it the mccarty lounge these are things that the old Sam would have never even thought of. So it's great to see him thinking and planning and doing things. And then more importantly, we see a bit of the old Sam come back, but with the maturity of the new Sam, when he takes a stand where he says, wait, this person was a big homophobe. I will refuse to honor him. And even though he's basically put in a corner where Atlanta Historical Alliance is basically saying that, 
he has to continue with the honor because they're making this the event of the year. I see a mature Sam creating a plan where he denounces Bernard McCarty's homophobic ideology and he does so publicly. It's going to make him, in the long run, in the short term, it's obviously going to be detrimental to his standing in the community. But in the long run, standing on those principles means even more. So I have become a huge Sam fan. In fact, he seems to be the most responsible, logical, should I say moral one, on the show right now. Who would have who would have thunk it? Like who would have thought that Sam would be the one we should be all looking up to, especially coming off of season two, where Sam was more of a goofy, fun, just chill, lackadaisical character. Here he is, this responsible business owner who has big plans for the future, almost becoming an, a hotel entrepreneur, where you see him possibly opening a chain of these hotels. This is someone I. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before, I thought when he got all that money, he's going to waste it. This is the person you might want to invest in. He might be the future of the Carringtons as far as the business mind and the Herald goes. So it's interesting to watch this, Sam. I don't know. That's my opinion. I'd love to know what you guys think at home because honestly, as I state each and every week, you are, if not as much, more so part of this panel than I am. Love hearing from your comments. Love knowing what you think. And whenever we ship someone new, you guys are great at giving us that poll. What I would also want you to be great at is sharing, subscribing, liking, spreading the word, sharing the love. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, just give, it that, give us that five stars we so greatly deserve. Give us those reviews. We enjoy you. We are, after all, the best Dynasty after show ever. That is a true statement. That is not my opinion. That's thanks to all of you. So thank you so much for continuing to help us be the ESPN of TV talk. Let's get into Dominique Devereaux, Blake's half-sister on his father's side. Like, Dominique's lineage is crazier. She, as a character, is even more so. She has become the willful antagonist. She's trying to pull the strings. She's showing that she's every bit of Carrington, but all the bad parts. And what's worse is she's continuously and constantly setting up her own family, thinking that she will be the one to take their place. But that's not how a general works, Dominique. A general must have soldiers. And to be frank and honest, none of your soldiers trust and or believe in you. Not even your own daughter. No one wants you in charge of the Carringtons. So you're basically a self-imposed dictator. We see her trying to gain and garner all the limelight. She wants as much attention as possible. That is her whole focus. Well, where were you when you were supposed to be a mother to these children? Where were you when you were supposed to be a head of a household or a figurehead or a moral figure in their lives? Where were you then? 
You were out chasing limelight, and here you are doing it again. You've basically exiled your own son with uh, with this with this idea, with this plan, this manipulative plan that you concocted with Blake to get rid of him, making Jeff thinks, think it's in his own best interest. So no one trusts you. I don't even know if Dominique can trust herself. We see her even set up Blake with a photo where because she was canceled from her interview, she decides to ruin Blake even more by getting the photo that was basically set up by Rick, who she went on that secret date with and manipulated him. He turns out to be this prison guard into taking this photo. Like, Dominique, why? What are you doing? What is your plan? What is your ultimate goal? Do you think you're going to be the next Blake Carrington? You're not. You are not going to be the next Blake Carrington. We don't want you. You're a great villain, but you are not the hero, not even of your own story. Crystal, however, is a hero. Crystal, who's been told by Dominique and by Adam that you're no Carrington, goes off and marries and sets up a marriage for with Blake while he's in jail. That was smart on many parts. Here we have this upcoming trial of a murder of Mac with Blake where it could be possible. The lawyer, remember, turned around and stated, you might be, you might have to testify against Blake. Where we know, at least in TV world, let alone in the real world where it's a lot more more difficult in stipulations. But in TV world, if you're married to someone, you don't, you can't, they can't legally make you testify against them. That's the whole ideology behind there. There's, there's that concept of that, right? So we get Crystal. That wasn't even her purpose, but that's definitely going to play out because we get the lawyer saying something. So we get Crystal thinking, I need to be a Carrington so I can take care of your affairs for you. So I can do things for you. And Crystal shows up at the at the prison and basically proposes and marries Blake. When the warden came to get Blake, I was I thought something bad was going to happen. I thought he was going to be going to be taken to the showers and get shivved. I don't know what was going to happen, but it turns out that it was actually a very pretty, beautiful, tender moment—a wedding, a wedding that happened—and it went down. And now we have an official. No one can say Crystal's not a Carrington anymore. And it's going to play. This is going to be a significant marker on this show. Mark my words. That's not the only tender moment that we get, however. We get another one where Fallon is that much in love with Liam. I always knew Fallon loved Liam. Especially when she went after him last last season in the mountains and got rid of Ashley. I get it. We knew this when she was so bitter towards him. We understood. We knew this when they had their moment on the boat. Got it. But I always thought that that had to do with Fallon not wanting to lose, Fallon not wanting to be alone, Fallon thinking of herself. For once, she's actually thinking of herself within the confines of a partnership. She truly loves Liam. I don't know if I would be willing to do all this stuff for a partner of mine who had amnesia. I would... I wouldn't be so aggressive in trying to get them to remember because she's so afraid of losing him. She's afraid. And this is before she knew that there was this Laura, Laura Van Kirk plot to change the tide of, of Liam's feelings. Her, her agenda is actually one that for once is good. The execution, however, is not going so well. Liam does not like how aggressive 
Fallon has been. Because he even states it. You're pushing me really hard. Like, she's pushing him so hard that he doesn't want to remember. It's not easy for him. He doesn't have recollection of the last two years after that hit from Adam. So so he just wants time. He needs time and everyone's pressuring him, which is why he's yelling at the end of the episode where he's like, enough. He's tired of both of them. His mom and Fallon. You can't force someone to remember how they felt. That just takes time. Hopefully it'll come back. But if not, Fallon needs to address it anew and not clinch on to the old. She needs to realize that this Liam may never get his memories back and that this Liam, who is still basically the same Liam, doesn't have the experiences of the last two years, so doesn't know their Rocky Road roller coaster up and down, getting back together, getting divorced, the whole nine relationship landing on now, where she feels she's done so much for Liam to love her. Well, rekindle that love through being trustworthy, hardworking, loving him now. Go forward. Stop pushing your past on him and seek to build a future, Fallon. What's going on? You're going to push him farther and farther away. And he's already pushed to the edge almost. And that rose water and sea bass, I promise you, that was great. Go more. And also, you're making Laura, you're, you're showing all your intentions to Laura. She has more ammunition. Laura is a piece of work. She is, she is the mother from Psycho And if Liam was less adjusted, he would have become psycho. This is a mother who's truly obsessed with her son. She obviously has some some issues because of her relationship with Adam. That plays a little interesting because Adam looking for a mother and then uh, we see Laura looking for a son. That's already a click on Pornhub that we shouldn't be going down. But at the same time, We see that she has this agenda with Ashley, who she's way more susceptible. Ashley's way more susceptible and easy to control than Fallon. Fallon and Laura are actually way more alike than they realize. They are mortal enemies, but the truth is they are actually mirror images. They are one and the same. And just to be fair, Laura is not doing anything that Fallon might not have done in a reverse situation. Maybe not with her son, but with somebody. So we'll see how that plays out. Mother knows best, she says. She is clearly responsible for Ashley. And it would not surprise me if she somehow manipulated Liam's Liam's memories into forgetting about Fallon. Colhane and Blake. That's another matrimony made in heaven. Blake setting up Colhane. Colhane sitting in jail. We get that visit from the federal agent last episode where we're wondering, where does that go? Well, turns out that Colhane and Blake are in the same uh, same cell because the agent basically made a deal with Colhane that if Colhane was able to get Blake to testify against himself, if he was able to get him to admit his own guilt, he would get out free. And Colhane did just that. He pushed Blake at every turn. He undermined Blake at every turn. He created and instigated a situation in which Blake hit Colhane and then the picture came out, which I wouldn't be surprised if he was in on that too. Then he got the thing where it's the dangerous thing when you're in the cell. Blake was so infuriated, he threatened Colhane by admitting his guilt with the Mac murder. He didn't exact, but to me, that's like hearsay. How do you get that? How do you get that 
How do you get that admitted in court? And the reason I'm saying that is because I can make a threat and it is a credible threat, but is it a true threat? There's a difference. If I say that I killed someone, I'm like, I killed someone. And if you mess with me, I'll kill you too. And I hadn't actually killed someone. These are all hypotheticals. Am I admitting to that person's death or am I simply stating it because it's in the con- it's in the context of a personal conversation with someone else? That's the whole gray area of the law. We have seen before where admissible testimony has come from jail cell inmates who have shared a cell with someone who was in prison and that person confessed to their crimes and their mate, their cellmate, ended up testifying against them through the details that they were told. I don't know the exacts of that great area. A lot of torts and legal torts is involved. I don't know. But in this situation, the federal agent was also in the room. So he heard everything too. And clearly, it was enough to get Blake denied bail. Something he was very confident was going to happen. He thought he was only going to be in jail for two days. Turns out now, he's stuck. And so, Blake, by the way, handling it like a champ. He's not worried about it at all. Or at least he's not showing it. And more importantly, even when even when Crystal and, uh, when Crystal and Fallon are showing it, He's like, I've only been in here a couple of hours. It, it's okay. We'll be fine. So Blake's actually a lot stronger than he looks. And that's what antagonized him the most with Colhane is how Colhane tried to basically insinuate that Blake didn't have it in him. And that's what caused and created that confession. I don't know if it's admissible, but it's enough to get him denied bail and bond. So he is stuck in jail for the foreseeable future. Now, Colhane is working on relationships. First, the relationship with Blake. That's pretty much done. Blake says something to Colhane, and it's very interesting because he says, are you so pathetic that you have to manipulate everyone to hating me? And I, I thought the same thing too. Like, Colhane, these people have done nothing but help you. No matter how they did it, They did it. Actions speak louder than words. So yes, were they condescending the whole time? Were they using you? Yes. But it benefited you, so you were using them too. Do not be upset. And to be very honest, you're in this situation only because you were then again also trying to set up Blake. This is all your own doing. If you realize that, you are the Othello of this situation, Colhane. You are the one who set into motion why you are in jail right now. Now, Are you guilty of the crime they're accusing you of? No, but you were trying to set up Blake even then. So I don't see what Colhane's problems are when when you're basically sowing what you reap, buddy. That's how it works. Karma is a B word. Karma is a Carrington. Colhane now has a problem with Kirby. Kirby basically dating... Fallon's ex, Kirby, basically becoming Fallon in a way. Kirby needs a place to stay. Colhane was weird to her last episode, comes back as sweet to her, and, and of course, offers his place, and then basically reneges on the deal as soon as he gets back because he's home now, 
and gets rid of Kirby. And Kirby's like, don't say it. And you automatically get that. Did they break up? And the the craziest thing is Kirby still stands up for Cole Hain. And I don't know, and I've never understood why Anders likes Cole Hain so much. Anders is a Cole Hain fan. I would think Anders, of all people, would be like, she dated, he dated Fallon. Kirby, you shouldn't be with him. But he's always promoting the Cole Hain and Kirby relationship. But also thinks that it's not a good idea for Kirby to live at Cole Hain's. But then again, Kirby is no little girl. She goes to her father's hotel. He, of course, being the second in command of Sam, with Sam, and once she's been doing the, she's been doing the squatting thing. She's been staying at her office, and now she needs to take a shower. And says to him, they have another clash because we see one from last week. I'm not a little girl. Kirby isn't a little girl. She's not a little girl. She's not a little kid. But she sometimes acts like one. She's a little bit bratty. She doesn't think things all the way through. And she thinks everything's going to work out. But Kirby, it's okay to ask for help. Like, we all need help. All of us need somebody. I have Bree in the booth. I mean, we can't do this show without all of you. All of us need help. That's how it works. So... I just think Kirby is being a little stubborn. She's being a little bratty, and she needs to pay attention to what's going on, especially since so much involves her. And even with Blake, Blake, of course, being really worried about the Blue Belt Vineyards and his first acquisition, and Adam steps up. Adam steps up, and basically, I think he moved the meeting, but I'm not sure. We don't know. Becomes CEO. Adam is acting the way... Blake wants him to. Kirby's acting the opposite of the way she wants her family. Her father wants her to, but her father has the best of intentions and I feel like Blake doesn't. So it's it's an interesting it's an interesting con- contradiction and dichotomy to watch these two at work. Let's get into our special segment, uh Dynasty Runway. Yes. Dynasty Runway is the best outfit of the episode and that honor goes to Fallon at court her walk the red bottoms the cardigan jacket and the 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 skirt she was so glam and that walk she walked out of that courtroom like it was a runway she was a boss ass b-word and that's a hundred percent that mustard cardigan that's going to be a color that I feel is going to be big this this fall season. It played so well. Good for Dynasty, good for Fallon, and great for their on-set designers. Great job out there. Everyone, everyone, Dynasty's always so fashionable. We all know that. Let's get into a bit of news and gossip, shall we? After Buzz TV News. Dynasty's News and Gossip Season 3. Fans love that Fallon and Liam's chemistry after, if you remember, in the hospital, their intense eye lock, but want the amnesia storyline to end soon. Everyone's over that amnesia storyline, and I am one of them. The second episode of Dynasty Season 3, as is written here in meow.com, M-E-A-W-W.com, in their entertainment section, uh, this article has gotten a lot of hits. It's about that second episode of Dynasty, and we all get that eye lock, and no one likes the rest of the amnesia story. We just want Fallon and Liam together. We got over 10,000 tweets to that. So make sure to read this. It's a great read on meawmeow.com. 
Read it. Dynasty Season 3. Fans love Fallon and Liam's chemistry after their intense eye luck, but want the Amnesia storyline to end soon by Joyotsnia Baishia. So make sure to check her out. Is it time for some predictions? Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. I have some predictions for you. I think that the Bernard McCarty thing is going to blow up in the uh, Atlanta Historical Alliance's face because Sam is going to take a stand and it's going to be very public. I think he's going to get backlash at first, but then it's going to come around and he's going to get a lot of newfound support. I think that Colhane and Kirby, it's not over. Colhane has been treating Kirby like trash, but Kirby's going to get to the bottom of it. There is more than meets the eye on that one i think blake and colhane's not over blake colhane at the end of the episode admitted he doesn't know how to play chess and all blake does is play chess with people's lives so i don't think that's over of course dominic Devereaux is going to make her move but she's going to get found out by crystal no less who is becoming her own boss in her own right fallon and liam is an upheld battle but i think that liam's mother is the one who breaks and liam finally realizes he's in love with Fallon, but then Fallon gets charged with the restraining order because we get that 50 feet rule and the little button click and it's going to bite her in the ass and not in the way she wants Liam to do so. And I do believe that we're going to get a little more Jeff. Jeff is going to play back and we're going to find out what really happened to him. And so much more. So can't wait until next week. But until next week, if you want to find me, find me at I am Teron all across the board. That's on social media at I A M T E H R A N. And of course, hosting a slew of other After Buzz after shows because all of your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows too. Until next week, we're going to be talking more Dynasty, CW's Dynasty Season 3, Episode 3 next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.